はい、えー、今日のメッセージなんですが、えー、今まで4週間アドベントっていうですねそういうテーマを通して4つのテーマを見てきました。So for the sermon this morning, I'm gonna share how we have come through four、um, topics in the theme for this month. はい、えー、まず最初のトピックでは喜びを見ましたよね。So for the first week, we talked about joy. そしてその次は希望を見ました。And、the week after that, we talked about hope. そして平安。And then peace. そして今日、クリスマスの礼拝の最後のテーマは愛になります。愛。そして、クリスマスのテーマはなぜ愛なのかということを今日の聖書箇所を通してですね、見ていきたいと思います。そして、今日のテーマは、愛になります。So I'd like us to look at the Bible from the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verses 16 onwards. はい、いつも通り日本語だけで読みますので、英語の方は自分の聖書を開くか、このスクリーンを見て、英語で読みます。So、English, はい、えー、じゃあ日本語だけで16節から読みます。神は実にその一人語をお与えになったほどによう愛された。それは、ミコ、イエスですね、を信じる者が一人として滅びることがなく、永遠の命を持つためである。神がミコを世に使わされたのは、世を裁くためではなく、ミコによって世が救われるためである。ミコが信じる者は裁かれない、信じない者はすでにすでに裁かれている。神の一人子の名を信じなかったからである。その裁きとは、光が世に来ているのに、自分の行いが悪いために、人々が光よりも闇を愛したことである。悪を行う者は皆光を憎み、その行いが明るみに出されることを恐れて,え恐れて光の方に来ない。しかし、真理を行う者は、その行いが神にあってなされたことが明らかになるように、光の方に来る。はい、今日、あ大丈夫ですか<笑>ちょっと低すぎるのかな ?Sorry about that. Okay. はい、ちょっと僕たちね背が高いのであのちょっと調整が必要です。I'm getting old, so I can't see as far as I used to. <笑>はい、okay. ちょっと待ってね、ごめんなさい、ね。That's the truth. Okay. はい、えっ、ー、とですね、えー、皆さん愛、愛っていう言葉私たち頻繁に使いますよね。So love, love is this word that we we use all the time, right? 私たちは歌い映画でも必ずあねアクション映画でも必ず愛のテーマって含まれてませんか。We sing about love all the time and in the movies it's always going to appear even if it's an action movie。要はどのような物語私たちの人生においても愛というテーマはもう周りにいつも聞いている言葉ですし、いつも使っ使ってはないかもしれません日本語ででも聞いている言葉でありよく私たちが、えー Somehow in our daily life, in everything we encounter, in the stories that we read, this word love、um, always seems to be around us. Even if we don't express it all the time, we don't use the word, but it's always around us. And we're thinking about it. But the great irony here is I think nobody can safely say they know what love is. そうですよね。ある人にとっては愛は単なる感情的なものかもしれません。ロマンスかもしれません。For many people, for some people, love could just be this feeling of romance. 家族の愛かもしれません。We might bring up、um, the love of a family. ある意味ある人にとっては愛イコール性的関係だけかもしれません。For some people, maybe even the word love just refers to, you know, sexual intimacy. まあある
スにとってお金お金をくれることお金持ちになることお金そのものがそのように感じるかもしれません。Maybe some people think love is equal to money and love are the same thing. はい、なので今日この今読んだ聖書箇所を通して3つのことを愛について見ていきます。So, in the text that we are going to look at this morning, I want to talk about three things about love.、はいえー、three I think it will be really easy for us to understand if we just use these three words. So, first is how, second is what, and third is how. はい。はい。It doesn't insist its own way. It's a, really a list of what love is. But I want to notice,、uh, all of us to notice here is the author of this text, Paul, the Apostle Paul. He, he wrote this in a way that what's interesting is he describes it as if he's describing a person. As if love was a person, right? Like love is like that. Love is kind. So it can be read in, yeah, I think he meant for it to be read in such a way like God is patient and kind. God does not envy or boast. God is not arrogant. And I think this is the right way to understand this text because in another place in the Bible it says, God is love. So, based on this, we can understand that the word love or the description of love can be just adjectives of God Himself. But the, if you flip it around, it doesn't work. It, okay, we're not saying love is God. That would be a big mistake. But God is love. I think why we talk about the how of love is because the way we express ourselves, the, way, the actions that we take, 
really reflects who we are, really are. The way we demonstrate love, the way we show our love, actually shows a lot more about who we are. So it's a movie um, that became popular pretty recently, a Marvel movie, Shang-Chi. Uh, have any of you seen it? So it's not a bad thing to watch Marvel movies. So in the movie, there was a particular scene that I want to talk about. So in this in in the movie, this particular scene, you know, if you already know the story, right? It's a it's a Chinese family, and the Chinese mother says to her son, "Son, I am so proud of you." What's interesting is that I watched a movie with some friends from, you know, Asian friends. Uh, one comment that was interesting was, this is not um, based on reality because Asian families don't do this. My mom never ever said he, she was proud of me. And so maybe in that sense, the movie was a little bit, um, you know, Hollywood. But then if we say, are we saying that Asian parents don't love their children? I think they do. They do love their parents. Their yeah, but the way they express their love is just different. In my family, my mom will never say I love you because you know if I hear that I, I would feel really weird. But she she will show her that love. For example, my mom, she's very, very generous. <laughs> so she always demonstrated her love by her sacrificial giving. She, she supported my education all the way. And even now at this age, she's still asking me things like, you know, do you, do you need you know, um, extra food? She'll send fruits and, and stuff like that. So she shows me her love through her actions. Maybe in a Western country, you know, um, it might be very easy for people to say, I love you. So when I was living in England, you know, like the, you know, the, the old lady at the supermarket would just say, hello, love. And I would be wondering, do you really love me? Maybe it might be fair to say you know, they express their love a lot with words and uh, not as much with actions as maybe an Asian family. What I'm saying is that the way different cultures express their love differs. It's different. And I think it's also, it varies from person to person. When I show my love to my wife, I will give her a gift. And I think that might have been because that was how my mom 
um, showed her love to me. But my wife, you know, shows her love by physical touch. So she would hug me, um, rub, you know, my elbow. I don't know. Sorry, I, sorry. Elbow. <laughs> that just came to my head. Okay. How about you? How do you show love? Have you ever thought about the way you show your love? Maybe for you, the way you show love is by spending a lot of time, quality time with a person. Maybe your way of showing love is to be attentive and listening. Or maybe you like me like to give presents and or you feel love when you receive presents. So then if we think about it this way, how does God then show his love? Because if we understand how he shows his love, then we come to understand who he is. Let's go back to John 316. This is one of the most well-known verses in the Bible. However, many, many people, I think, misunderstand the meaning of the first verse. Because it says, it's very obvious in the English and even more in the Japanese, it says, God so loved, so loved the world that he gave his only son. Right, the word, um, when, when the translators translate it as so love the world, many times it's interpreted as this is the amount, this is the degree to which God loved the world. He loved us so much that he gave us his son. He, he, he really, really loved us. That's why he gave us his son. But then in the original Greek, it reads slightly differently. If we translate it more strictly, you know, it, it reads something like, in order to, um, God shows us his love in this way, this is how he shows his love to us. Sending his son Jesus Christ. So then, this verse really tells us this is how we know God loves us. This is how God shows his love. And I think this is where the true meaning of Christmas can be found. So the fact that God sent his son to become a man, to be born as a little baby, this itself is the way God loves the world. So as you think about this, this truth that God loves us by becoming, sending his son as a man, 
we're going to look at what that love is. What is love? And we're going to continue to look at John chapter 3 um, and verse 16 to verse 18. え、人々が光よりも闇を愛したことにある。あ、so as I explained earlier, the reason why I show love by giving gifts is because there is a story behind that. There's a context behind that. That's my story. That my life story is at the background of all of this. The way my mother showed love to me. Or the way I did not receive love from my my father. So my personal history, all the different things I've experienced lead to the way I am right now and the way I show love today. So I want to say that love itself, there is a story behind it, there is a context. So when we talk about context or, or a story, what are we talking about? はい、例えばね、ビクターがえ、オリンピックで金メダルを取りました。これってストーリーですか？So if we say, you know, Victor entered the Olympics and won a gold medal, is this a story? いや、ストーリーじゃないです。それはファクト、事実です。Okay, that's a fact. はい。But well, that's fiction, but that's a fact. Okay. あ、まあ、例えばの話ですよ。はい。取ってないですよ、ビクター。はい。でも、こうしたらどうしようか。ビクターは However, if you changed the narrative to say, well, in order to win the gold medal, Victor trained really, really hard. But then his rival appeared. His name was Jono. そのそこにやはりえ、流れがあり、そこに何が起こってるかっていうものが、え、分かる。そこに理想や問題や、そして何に打ち勝ったのか、そのような概念が生まれてくるわけです。So then there's there is a flow of of events, um the reason, the the an ideal, a problem to overcome and a way that the problem is overcome. And it's written here that he sent the son not to judge the world, but that the world might be saved, that everyone who believes in him would be saved. So 
So behind this verse, then, there is a story. And what that story tells us is at the beginning, there was an ideal world. We were created to live forever. But then, for some, something has happened that leads us to believing lives that lead to, uh, to that we are going to perish. So one of the definitions of love, what love is, in this verse we can see it's that love is, a, is the truth. Love speaks the truth. This is really, really important. Love speaks the truth. It's not just a good feeling. It's not just a warm, nice feeling when you touch your friend. You know, or that, that you know, increased heart rate when you're in, in love. なぜなら、そのような状態でも、だ、わかります。例えば、恋に落ちても自分を知られてるっていう状態ではありませんよね。自分をいくらでも作れるブリックをしてね、作ることもできますよね。Sorry, that was a little bit hard for me. Um, but I think it means it means that when, yeah, you know, even even though you're in a in in a romantic relationship, you know, you want to be known, you want to be... Well, you can hide yourself. You can hide yourself. Sorry, I didn't catch that. You can hide yourself. You can, you can set up masks. But then, a real, a true love, love that is real is when you know, both partners know one another as they really are. So that even though you know everything about the other person, you still accept him or her. You still are able to, to love him or her. That's true love. And then true love is a love that is willing to speak the truth even when it's hard. You know, you, you tell your partner that what he needs to hear. And then think about it in terms of parental love and in parenting. The mother who never once tells the child what they're doing is wrong, never scolds the child, is, is that mother loving? No, that is not love. And why is that? Because that mother is not thinking of what is best for the child. You know, when, by never ever saying what she needs to, to know, what she needs to change, that's not loving. But of course, a mother who scolds excessively, you know, who's, who's blaming excessively is also not loving. And why is that? It's because the mother doesn't understand the concept of, of grace and doesn't give enough space for the child to be able to make mistakes and to, to grow from it. And therefore, you know, true love, there's these two sides to it. There's the truth that you have to communicate, and there's also this grace, this mercy that you extend. And so next point, we want to see that true love is unconditional. So in the story of God, there is this fact 
We have turned against God. We have turned our backs to Him. So, in God's story, we were created to have Him at the center of our lives. We were supposed to revolve around Him. But instead of doing that, We turned our backs to him and we said no to God. However, in spite of that, God continues to love us. No matter how many times we've said no to him and how, how many times we've betrayed him or hurt him, he continues to love us. He continues to pour out his love to, on, upon us. Contrasted to that, the kind of love that we sing about, we talk about in our, in our world, it's very different. So, to, very realistically, when you look for somebody to marry, what kind of partner do you look for? I've said this a few times. You know, in Japan, there's these three, three highs. A high CV, you know. High education. Education. High education. High salary. And then a high salary. And then high body length. So if somebody says, I love this person because he or she has this, one of these qualities, then that means that love is conditional. The conditions may differ from person to person. But God's love is not conditional in that way. His love is always, He always takes the initiative. Always loves. So, So even though he loves us unconditionally, he's also loving us enough to tell us the truth. But so the second point is that love, true love, is unconditional. And then, in spite of the fact that we keep betraying him, he, he, he takes action to come and save us. This is his love. So, the third thing we want to say about true love then is love is intentional. Love is, love is a commitment that makes a choice. And that's why we have vows that we say at a um, wedding ceremony. Because that's at the wedding, you never hear someone say, I'm marrying you because I feel love for you. you know, we never hear that. At the wedding. <laughs> So at a wedding, you know, there's this, this is the covenant, and the covenant says, you know, in sickness or in health, for better or poorer, I will love you. This is the covenant that we consciously make at a wedding. And why is that important? 
ある人がハンサム美人だから結婚したとしましょう。So just imagine if you found somebody who's really good looking, a handsome guy or a beautiful woman, and you married them. でも朝起きたらでっかいニキビがここにあるんです。But then, you know, the next day after the wedding, you see this huge growth, I guess? Yeah, on the head. A spot. その瞬間、皆さんの愛の度合いがちょっと下がりますよ。<笑> then immediately, yeah, so this beautiful person, suddenly you see this spot, that amount of love would immediately drop. またはメイクがない状態でその女性を見た瞬間、ブンって下がるかもしれません。Finally see your wife without her makeup on, and suddenly she doesn't look like how you've always seen her in all your dates. でももしかしたらあるまあすごくひどい言い方ですけどもある人は交通事故に遭ってしまうかもしれません。車いすになってしまうかもしれません。そうなった時にその人を見捨てるんでしょうか愛はの土台は感情じゃないんです。愛の土台はコミットメント、制約、決意です。Of course, that feeling of love, that passion is important, but more than that, the foundation of true love is a commitment. It is a willingness to, to say, I commit to you. 要は神様のストーリーの中で神様はそれを表してくれてるんです。私はあなた方がに戻ってきてほしい。でも、問題もしてきますと、しますとあなた方の罪が問題ですよと神様言ってくれてるわけですよね。So this is the essence of God's love for us. That in his in his story, we betrayed him and we turned away from him. But in spite of that, in spite of turning away from God, God continues to pursue us and continues to say, "I love you." And the sin that you've committed has come between us, but I'm still gonna choose to love you. でもここ面白い十八節面白い箇所だと思います。ミコを信じるものは裁かれない、信じないものはすでに裁かれていると言っています。Verse eighteen, I think, is particularly interesting. It says, "He who believes in the Son will not be judged. He who believes in the Son is not judged, but is is already judged. Sorry, is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God." 要はこういう別の言い方をするところです。このような神様の愛の表現を受け入れて、そして神様に戻りたい、神様との関係をもう一度修復したいで思うものは、もうすでに裁かれていない。でもね、神様の愛の表現、愛の仕方を、愛し方を拒否している時点で、自分自身を裁いていることになるんだよということになる。So what this verse is saying that anybody who is willing to accept The love of God, who's willing to accept that God loves them and, and receives it, is no longer being judged, no longer condemned. But then, if anybody does not want that love, he or she is already condemned. うう、so、what, is that, what is that about? 
Because そう、so in a sense, there's no place that we can be where we are separated from him. So if we are people who say to God, who continues to show that kind of love to us, that you know, I don't, I don't want that love, I don't need that love, I don't want you, what would God have to do to show his love? Because as a loving God, he would have to say, I will respect your choice. Right, I will respect your choice. If you don't want um, me to be with you, don't want to be with me, then I will respect that choice. But there is only one place that can exist that where I am not there. So then I think that's the meaning of hell. The place where God is not there. It's a world where there is chaos, there is no order, there is no joy, there is no light. That is the kind of world where if God is not to be found, that's, that's the kind of world that it would be. And so God, because he is a loving God, because he respects us, he will not, put us, he will not force his love on us. Because God is a God of justice, Righteousness as well as love. So we come to the end. Why did God choose this way of allowing you know coming as a baby to come as a as a as a baby into this world? Why does it have to be this way? So as we have seen so far, our love is not, com- is not perfect. No matter what culture we come from, whatever family backgrounds or, or countries, our love is not perfect. So maybe in a culture where we say a lot that we love, but we don't show it with our actions, or on the other hand, uh, a love where we only show love through our, our deeds, but then we never express it. Or from a culture where love is merely a, a romantic feeling. And so when God says, I love you, 
what would happen? When you go back to the beginning of the story of the beginning, when uh, recorded in Genesis, when God wants something, he, he speaks it. He says, let there be light, and then light. Right, light happens because God said it. When God says something, that thing becomes real. When God says, I love you, that love is expressed in a real, tangible thing. And that's why we see this written in the Bible in John chapter 1, verses 10 to 14. はい、読みます。この方は元から私たちはこの方の栄光を見た神の身元から来られた一人ごとしての栄光であるこの方は恵みと誠恵みと誠真理ですに満ちておられたって書いてあります。Let me read, just read verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glorious of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. 僕たまにこう思います。なんでわざわざこんな形を神様とただ愛してるよって言ってくれればいいじゃんって思ってました。I if God just, you know, some, somehow appeared here in a vision and told me, Luta, I love you, that's much easier, right? For God. Or he just appeared and he gave me a hug. Or he gave me, you know, a, a billion dollars, you know. But God's love for you is much greater than that. And what God has said many times, if you read the Bible, He has expressed His love through words. But the, the most important thing is when He says He loves us, He makes that tangible and, and real. He becomes a man and He comes to be with us. So that we can, he can be with us, he can walk with us, he can hug us, he can touch us and love us. And then all the various ways that we love, the ways that we express and receive love, all of this is found ultimately in the person Jesus Christ. So that's not all of it. The real, re the main reason why God became a man in Jesus Christ is because He wanted to enter into our story. He, he, he interrupted our story. He came into the story of humanity. 
Have you all seen the movie uh, Matrix? So there's this concept that I think maybe reflects some reality, some of reality. So like there's this programmer, right? And he uses code and creates a world, a game world. And the programmer himself, you know, he made that world. He cannot enter that world, right? But for some reason, he actually came, went into that world. He wanted to be part of that world and become part of the story of that world. And why God did that was because our stories, the story of humanity, leads only to a bad ending. Did any of you read the news last week? Uh, it came out in the news last week about a particular old lady who was working in a supermarket in Sendai. N- none of you have read it. It's a really sad tragedy. A lady in her 50s was uh, working in a supermarket and she was cleaning. But then a, a customer, you know, he a customer came and then he somehow messed things up and maybe dirtied the floor as she was cleaning it. And then that old lady, you know, for some reason at that moment something broke in her and she just took that cutter, that whatever was in her hand, and she slashed the customer. Because the police asked her, why did you do such a thing? Her reply was, I have been working really, really hard to do my work well and to make this place clean. And as I, when I read that article, my, my mind, I can only think that this old woman was looking for affirmation and respect. In other words, she was looking for love. But then the customer who showed her the opposite of that, you know, who did not give her that love that she was looking for, and led her to do what she did. And in, in a sense, now we look at her story, it seems it's leading to a, a very sad ending. Of course, this particular story seems a bit extreme. For all of us here, it might look a little bit different from this lady, but all of us are headed towards a bad ending. What ending is that? It's, it's, it's death. The, the very things that we have been treasuring, we have been building up, our relationships, of love, our properties, and everything that we've been doing, it's all going to be lost one day. 
because we are going to be separated from God. でもそのバッドエンディングをイエス・キリストは変えに来てくれたんです。In order to come to change that bad ending, Jesus Christ came into the world. 彼は私たちが生きるべき完璧なストーリー、人生を生きました。Jesus Christ lived that life that we all were supposed to live, that perfect life. 神様を一度も裏切らずに神様と一緒にこの地上で生きました。Jesus Christ in his lifetime never once betrayed God and he was always walking with God. He was always depending on the love of God. So the only human being who was worthy to receive that happy ending. You know, because he continually loved God, he never once betrayed God. He should have had that happy ending with God. He gave up that happy ending and died on the cross. And he did all of that for you and me. And we put it another way Jesus Christ took our bad ending upon his shoulders. In order that you and I can receive that happy ending, because of what he did. Jesus Christ secured that happy ending for us by going on the, the, the happy ending that he secured by going to his death on the cross and then, of course, his resurrection. What he did was a way for our God story, which was for us to live in, in his love and his joy forever, would connect with our story, which was going in a bad way. Jesus Christ is the key to join these two stories back together. You know, is there any religion that speaks of reality in this way? あなたのパフォーマンスでなんとかあなたのストーリーを生きてください。そしてあなたが死んだとき、もしそれが良かったなら、まあ、私のストーリーに迎えてあげますよ。そのような考え方ですよね。あなたの努力にかかってます。So this might oversimplify, but really every religion is saying that, you know, if you work hard enough, if you are devout enough, if you do enough good works, you know, in the end you might, you might, you know, reach the happy ending. でもイエス・キリストは介入してくれたんです私たちにハッピーエンドを与えるためにストーリー、ナラティブに入ってくれたんです。Not only the Christian faith says that Jesus Christ himself, God himself came into our world and he came and became one of us in order to bring us to that happy ending. 今日クリスマスのメッセージで言いたいことはこうです。神様のストーリーにつながってください。So what I really want to say through the sermon is please consider What it means and be connected to God's story. And the only way that you can be connected to that story is through Jesus Christ. There's no other religion that can bring that happy ending. Because in the end, every other religion basically says you have to create that ending yourself. You, you are the one who writes that story yourself. So, 
allow God to continue to write that story of your life, the, the way that you and I were created to be, the joy that we were created to receive, let God continue writing that story in your life. So if you are here and you still do not know this creator God, why don't you try to experience this God and get to know him? And this is written in the Bible. If you read the Bible, you see there are many, many different people with different directions in their life. And in the end, God, through His grace, brought them back into His story. And if you are already a Christian, think to yourself, are you still perhaps trying to write your own story? If I could somehow fix my marriage, if I could somehow make more money, I'm not, I'm, I want to get married. And if I had this skill that I need, of course, these are not bad things. These are all good. But then these are not, these things will not lead you to that happy ending. Because only in God, in Jesus Christ, can we find that true happy ending. So at the end, I want to read uh, this passage of scripture. はい、神は昔預言者たちによって多くの部分に分け、多くの方法で先祖たちに語られましたが、ミコは罪の清めを成し遂げ、人たかきところで大いなる方の右の座につかれました。もう一つすいません、読みたいと思います。ヨハネの1、え、最初の方にあった聖書箇所ですね。So Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. So today, please receive love. Receive the love of God through the story of Christmas. Let's pray to